all these people were like, where y'all at? Like, I think it was a Sunday fun day. They're like, where yeah. y'all at? Oh, we're at clutch. Oh, Alex is at clutch. Sterling's at clutch. Oh, everyone's at clutch. By the next like two hours, we probably ended up having about 50 people at clutch. <laughs> y'all blew it up. That's wild. So just they, randomly, not promoting it or anything. Yeah, like, Put it up, turned up, piped up. I'm back, baby. Where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby. Where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby. Where the love? Put it up, turned up, piped up. You know, welcome to State of Nightlife. You know, we're really happy to have everyone tuning in, anyone viewing from home, at work, on the road. We appreciate y'all for coming in. Um, and really, you know, before we even get started, I kind of want to ask you a quick question, D. How did this even get started? Yeah, man. So uh, State of the Nightlife was an idea we literally came up with probably uh, less than two weeks ago. Uh, we, you know, we saw how nightlife was changing in Dallas. And, you know, with so many moves and shakers being impacted, you know, we thought it was a good idea to get insights from the people, you know, and really understand what's going on, what the future looks like, and also highlight some of the brands. And so, you know, that's why we're glad we got our first guest here today, Brunch Boys, on the call. So we appreciate y'all guys for joining. Hey, turn up. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. Good luck. Good luck. So before we get things kicked off, just to give a little bit of background about the Crawl team. Um, so Crawl is a nightlife app based here in Dallas. Um, essentially, what we do is we help people find out where to go every night. So whether it's a bar, club, you know, happy hour, you name it, Crawl is meant to show you where that is. So the next version of the app is coming out in June. We want to get that pushed out. But um, yeah, without further ado, man, let's let's, let's meet the brunch boys. <laughs> what up? Um, so this is uh, Alex Blasig, um CEO of the Brunch Boys. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not official. That's a uh, that's delusion. Uh, that's a self-proclaimed title. Yeah, self-proclaimed title. <laughs> self-proclaimed uh, pop chaser Instagram model. You can okay. follow, like follow me on the gram at uh, Alex Blasig. Hey, y'all, y'all go follow him. He got to get his followers up. Man. <laughs> he needs all the help he could get. <laughs> Trying to organically uh, gain my brand. <laughs> Feel that shameless plug. Yeah. Yes. So I mean. Really, Brunch Boys is a crazy name. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. So, like, how did you guys get that name? Like, how did it start? Like, take us, you know, guide us. Let us know how it all happened. Um, so basically, one day we all wanted to go to breakfast. Dare I say that word at this point? But that was like, <laughs> I think it was like a year ago. Uh, it was me and Eddie, and then it was Sterling and Colton, and they were going to eat somewhere. We were going to eat somewhere. I think I texted Sterling. And we ended up going to uh, like Staten Allen. I think we were all hungover uh-huh. that day. And fair enough. <laughs> so we're like, we're, we're not going to drink. We're just like, we're just going to eat. And it turned into like a four-hour drunken fiasco. Basically, what it was between us. That's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so we were all we were all messed up. We were talking about you know girls and parties and whatever else we talked about. And I think Sterling came up with the idea of coming up with like a brunch account 
and we were we were coming up with all these stupid quotes and disgusting things. And Sterling was like, "Let's make Instagram. Like it'll be funny." Blah blah. We're like, I was like, "All right." I think the original goal was to just like put on like stupid quotes on Instagram of like things that we said at brunch or just like in general because all of us are very stupid and funny and whatever. Yeah. And then, so yeah, we did that, and then. I mean, there are multiple stages. I guess we can go over all those, but that's that's that was the beginning of the Brunch Boys. We also so, we also tried to get the actual Brunch Boys, like Brunch Boys, the normal way. And I think Sterling ended up like messaging him saying his name is stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so then the guy replied like with a question mark or something. I don't remember what it was, but this dude's got like 250k followers verified. Brunch Boys. This random kid from LA or New York or something, and he actually like goes and reviews food or something. We were just talking shit um, at that table, and we were all fucked up and been laughing the whole time. And we were just like, you know what? As we were talking about making this Instagram, just laughing, we're like, we're the boys who brunch. Um, And so we started looking at handles, and we made we made the Instagram, and that's kind of exactly how we said it. That's kind of how it started. Just four yeah. friends talking shit, and we were talking yeah. about girls in Dallas and parties in Dallas and where we could go and who we knew and old stories and kind of all just mixing um, crazy stories that we had. And <laughs> that's kind of how it was born. And then uh, we ended up what our first bit of traction really was the next, was it the next day, Alex? I think it was like a, a week or two later at Clutch. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like, so go ahead. Let, let me ask you this. It, it started off pretty much as a as a as a as a brunch. You guys were drunk, and it just became this whole movement, right? Yeah, I w- it started I- out as us just trolling. <laughs> it was just like a joke, yeah. making a making a funny Instagram with dumb quotes that we had said at brunch. <laughs> Literally, we said so much obnoxious shit that probably shouldn't even be on the internet. Um, yeah. <laughs> And we made them into memes, like little shitty, awful memes, and just put them on the Instagram. Hence the six nine at the end, right? It's a nice right. touch. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's yep. as far as we go now. I, I would say we probably end up talking about like a hundred different girls in Dallas or something like that. And then okay. Obviously, okay. obviously like different stories and just kind of talking about the Dallas like nightlife itself or Dallas like people. Just a scene. Yeah, just itself. So like all the popular quote unquote popular people or whatever um all wholesome Nothing yeah all, all wholesome conversations. <laughs> oh, of course yeah. of course gotta keep it kid friendly man <laughs> but um like when did it become real for you all i know you know it kind of started off as trolling and a joke but like when did it you know you guys thought that hey i mean we might be able to grow this thing and actually do something in dallas with it yeah i think sterling was kind of going off of that but um I think, yeah, our original Instagram was, we probably had like 10 followers. It was just us. We put little memes on there. And then one day, it was kind of, kind of a similar aspect. Uh, we, I think we ended up having like 10 people. We just wanted to go eat brunch or whatever. And all of us were like, I don't know how the hell we're going to get like a reservation for 10 people in Dallas. Like, it's not going to be possible. Like day, on of, day of on a Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah you, can't, so- you can't walk in with that. Right. So it's kind of similar situation, like last second, what the hell are we going to do? And then I, I put out, I was like, yo, let's just go to clutch. Like they have so much room and no one's really going there right now. Like obviously clutch used to be the spot, but we're just yeah. like, whatever, let's just go there. We know we'll be able to sit down. Like they have a patio outside. 
their food's actually pretty dope also so let's go there and it was like 10 of us we're all trolling like they were they were like probably questioning why we're even there we were popping bottle or popping uh like those poppers confetti poppers yeah <laughs> playing like fucking carafes and mimosas so all of us have like a decent following like we had some girls with like good followers or whatever so we're all doing that we're all trolling the hell out of like brunch and so by then all these people were like where y'all at like i think it was a sunday fun day they're like where yeah. y'all at oh we're at clutch oh alex is at clutch sterling's at clutch oh everyone's at clutch by the next like two hours we probably ended up having about 50 people at clutch <laughs> y'all blew wild. it up that's wild so just they, randomly not promoting it or anything yeah. like we were just there with some hot chicks and some friends having a good time and putting it all on the gram and then people were just like yo where you at i'm gonna come through and then they just started popping in and popping out and coming through people <laughs> fucking bought like a magnum a dom bought some bottles next to us it was all it right, was just like right. what the hell is going on yeah by by the end of that little brunch that we had we had that whole patio like packed with people like we literally probably ended up getting about 50 people there and oh, that's crazy and that was like kind of the second phase of like the brunch boys i guess we, we were like damn like people really want to like fucking turn up everyone wants to brunch i don't <laughs> care what you say oh that's a fact yeah you can't go wrong with it nobody wants to eat breakfast <laughs> oh yeah no, we, it's all about it's all about the emotions. we won't we won't say that b word for the rest of the podcast <laughs> yep so that's i think that's kind of when we all were like damn like it's a joke, but then again, it's like we, we made it into like a meme almost like, oh, we're that's what that's what we were kind of like joking about ourselves. We're like, haha, we're the brunch boys. It's funny, you know, like it's stupid. But then it got yeah. real. But then we're like, damn, we actually have like a following and people will like come wherever we go. <laughs> and like we're all obviously trolls and everyone thinks it's funny. So hey, if it works, it works, man. That, that natural organic growth. Is the easiest way to grow things, man. Y'all saw that. I'm sure Clutch was asking y'all who y'all were at the end, by the end of it. Yeah, well, that was like kind of another part of it. Is they were about the only place that wasn't right. They, I would say, they, <clears throat> they definitely could have approached us a lot better than they did. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. They should have taken advantage of the situation. Like oh, so we, they... we we pulled up, we made them some money. Uh, we made a hashtag and turned it into a big joke oh, yeah, among we all did. of our friends. Yeah, our hashtag was make clutch great again. I totally forgot about that. Oh, yep. wow. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, we've got a group chat with that's stacked with, you know, Dallas people. And yeah. um, and really, we were just trying to go up, go up there and show out and have a good time and blah, 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 blah. And people ended up coming out and spending money. Honestly, they they could have really leveraged what we were doing, we were doing it for free. We were just doing it to have fun. You know what I right. mean? But um, we didn't really see any anything from their end. You know what I mean? So we kind of were just floating around to different places. We kept popping back in every once in a while because we knew we could get in there. And it was just like a funny thing to say, you know? Because um, well, if y'all remember, if y'all remember Clutch in its golden days, it, it was the fucking spot. Yeah. So what was after Clutch? What was the spot after that? Um, you guys kind of took over. Yeah, so I think after that, it that's when One Set started doing their brunches. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, uh, if anyone's listening here, and I pray, and we've kind of talked to One Set, I very hope they bring those back. 
Um, yep, huge. Once that you heard it, you heard it here first. <laughs> on the State of the Nightlife podcast, bring the brunch back. We need to start a hashtag. Yeah, we, uh, we've talked to them about it, and we've very wanted and expressed our love for the One Set Brunches. So, I mean, anyone that's on here that haven't heard of it, basically One Set used to do brunches on Sunday, and it was like only once a month. And it started oh, wow, at yeah. like 2 p.m., and ended at like six or seven p.m. It's it it begins as a brunch, and by like four p.m., lights are all off. Like, it's a club on it's Sunday. A club at like four p.m. And you walk out when it's like completed, and you're the most confused you've ever been. You're like, why is it bright outside? The sun is up, and you're faded. Assuming and you've not- had too many mimosas. <laughs> yeah, assume, yeah assuming you're not entirely blacked out by then. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, and let's not, we can't, we can't forget to mention they were all themed every month. There was a different theme. So they did a nineties party. They did a, um, studio 54 party, which is like seventies, eighties disco. They did a Harry Potter, uh, theme. And so, you know, people were dressing up and having a good time. And I thought that just kind of helped the energy. Also for anybody that's not listening, if you don't know what one set is, it's like a club. It's not a restaurant. (laughs) So to think that this place was throwing a brunch party is kind of like wild as fuck to think about. Yeah, that is wild because then it, it actually puts you in the zone of like, all right, this is meant to be a party, and that's probably why they did it once a month to build their hype out. Yeah, exactly. And and a lot of other I haven't personally been, but I know a lot of other like big cities do these kind of things. Like, is, Bag, is it Bagatelli or something like that? Bag, Bagatelle does them, yeah. and then. Uh, like, oh, there's one more fucking Vegas place. I can New York are big about it. So mm-hmm. the, that was basically like the days that we, like, I was so hyped for those days. I was, <laughs> it was Man, like, it, I was it thinking about like, them like at like work on like Monday, two weeks before. I'm like, it's fucking, it's coming. It's brunch day. Trying to make it a Sunday. Yeah. Right, let's, let's we we bought costumes. Let's call out the elephant in the room. Uh, one set, the brunch boys are campaigning heavy to be campaigning heavily to be your lead ambassadors for your brunches. Yes. So um, please accept this as their uh, their entry and submission into the campaign if y'all are considering. <laughs> so so yeah, I would say one set was kind of like our like third phase of like the brunch boys. But yeah. They were the they were the first place to really like be like, hey, let's do this. Let's let's to show love. Happen. Yeah, that was our yeah. first partnership. I would say. Like, they approached us. They're like, we want to put you on a flyer. We want to, you know, use both of our brands. Like, we'd get a table, and we would freaking pack that shit with people. Like, yeah. It, so, from one set, like, I know you guys said, you mentioned the first time you guys, you know, kind of trolled around. You brought in 50 people. How much did it grow when you went to one set, and they actually, you know, partnered up with you guys and put you on a flyer and whatnot? Yeah, uh, it varied, for sure. Yeah. Um close at towards the, like for the i think the 90s brunch was the one of those past ones. ones yeah um and that was pretty wild i i don't even i couldn't even really take you don't even know how many people were there man yeah. they got to bring it back uh, it would I be mean, difficult to like express a metric because so many different things go into those parties especially yeah, even if yeah. you just consider a theme right like everybody's down for a 90s theme um Studio 54 was cool, but it was a little bit ambiguous. Not everybody knew what it was, so not everybody, right. like, dressed up. You know what I mean? So it's kind of difficult to measure which metrics that we actually um, 
contributed to. However, I know yeah. that the, the, the two biggest parties that we went to, our table was like bananas, next level. Yeah. Oh, 40, so you know 40 to 60 fault. people yeah. come through. Yeah. Oh, you. Whereas these other people that have tables like to just kind of sit back and play it cool <laughs> rather than like blow it out and rage. Yeah. Kinda like, they have a good time. We want to do that. We want to, we want to, I'm not going to sit on, I'm going to stand on this couch for four hours. <laughs> yeah. And hey, that, Susan's kind of, heard to be on couches. That's kind of another topic that I, I could get into, I guess. I think another Go thing ahead, that we, man. that we kind of pride ourselves about is yeah. not the normal bottle service thing that you think about. It's I like, we try not to make it the, Oh, you know, it's me and six dudes. We're going to get a table. We're going to, you know, radar down girls and tell them to come over to our, our section. Nah, we, we want it to be a fun experience for everybody. And we want everyone to turn up. And whether you're joining us or not, we're going to be turning up. So <laughs> it's most definitely. We I feel definitely that, man. want I really to, feel that. to change the bottle service vibe. And I, I would say that a lot of people kind of shake their heads at us for that or I would not a lot of people, but some people don't love us for that. But like, yeah, we don't want the bottle service to be the oh, we're all sitting back, you know, drinking, uh, catcalling girls over. Like we, uh, if yeah, it were man. us three at a table, we're gonna have fun. <laughs> like it doesn't matter sure. how many people. <laughs> and I feel that you man. know when I first moved here, I was I kind of was open to like seeing what it was all about. I remember like my first section, this guy walks over, he's like, oh yeah, you can't drink that or whatever. I, I, I didn't really understand it, I guess. <laughs> so like our, our kind of vibe is like, you know, everyone pull up, like, you know, money wise, whatever, if you're pitching in, it is what it is. Or, you know, some, I mean, most of the time we're getting a comp at this point, but it's like, you know, we just want everyone to have a good time. We want everyone to feel welcome. We want everyone to be friends. Like, that's just that's how it is. That's the Hell yeah. <laughs> so, tell me if I'm wrong or right, but I feel like each neighborhood in Dallas kind of has a different vibe, you know. So if you guys get a table in Deep Ellum, it's different than you guys get a ta table in Uptown. Am I right on that? For like, sure, it's a different vibe. Uptown is more like kind of what you mentioned. You know, we get in a section, we're gonna chill back. You know, you know, arms folded, we're gonna get girls. That's the only mission. Whereas like Deep Ellum, just like let's go crazy, you know. <laughs> so. That's that is definitely the case, but I would say that we just kind of it doesn't really matter where we are. That's gonna be the yeah the speed. I, yeah, I would say even in certain spots we have changed the y'all breaking the mold. Yeah, we're, we've honestly like changed the culture. We've breaking a lot of the culture of the bottle service nightlife in Dallas for sure. So, and that's huge, man. It's pretty, it's you gotta pretty, make it it's better. It's interesting to see because, yeah, we we weren't all about that like that vibe. Like we we just want to turn up and have fun. And you know, sure. I, I think I mean I think a lot of guys when they go to clubs, like their goal is to like, hey, I want to go home with a girl or I want to meet a girl. Like my vibe is not that. It's like I'm gonna have fun with my friends and right. girls will come. Just have a good time. <laughs> girls like when they see you having fun, like they're gonna walk over. It's they draw not the other it. way around. <laughs> I, no, I mean, I really just think it's like, you know, when you have your boys with you and whatnot, you having a good time. The whole room knows you're having a good time, and they want to join in. It just amplifies your night, you know. Right, a hundred percent. And I would say we we've gotten like haters from that. It's because they they see that we 
are having a good time and we're the center of attention and they don't enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what well, they say, if you don't have haters, then you need to figure out what you're doing wrong. So it sounds like you're on the right path. Right. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Man, I think that's a good segue to kind of get into, you know, you know, how you guys did come up and how you, you know, you're starting to set the tone and really change the culture of the city, you know, venue by venue. But like, you know, we're in a crazy time right now. Like things are closed. You know, there is no, and I hate to say this, but there's no brunch right now. <laughs> and so, you know, how do we like, what do y'all think like we're moving towards and like, how do you see like you still being able to have an impact and really like draw these people back out when we can finally get out at some point when the governor decides it's all right. And when, and honestly, when it's safe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 2021. I think honestly, that's going to be our biggest um, kind of assistant or <clears throat> the biggest pushing factor is the fact that everybody's been locked up. This kind of ties back into what we were just saying. But when people go out, if you go out with your friends or if a bunch of girls go out or whoever goes out and you walk into a place, if you just saw like 50, 40 year old dudes standing around a bunch of tables and they're all <laughs> bought out, right? And they might all have fucking Ace of Spades or Cristal or fucking Dom. You, you're not going to be like, wow, this is a ton of fun, right? It's just a bunch of fucking people just standing there. You don't stay at a club because people are spending money or buying bottles. You stay at a club for the energy, right? right? That's why people yeah. go to concerts and some concerts are better than others. That's why some DJs are better than others, right? You go and you go for the energy. And I think that's what we actually absolutely bring to the show is a different energy. And since we're not there like hunting chicks, um, I mean – you know, we've all had our days where we're like hunting chicks or that that might be the goal or whatever. Um, but if, if it's not your main priority and you're just there to have fun with everybody and the girls can have fun as well, then honestly, they're going to enjoy it a lot more because it's it's a lot safer environment for them. Yeah. They don't feel like they're being pursued. So they feel like they can have fun and let loose without somebody thinking that they're going to put something in their drink or whatever. Right. We've right. got a ton of different girls yeah. that come out with us and not one of them has ever only come out once and, and felt threatened and never come out with us again. You know what I mean? That's a nice metric too. Like the retention is high. Exactly. A hundred percent. And so I think that's what kind of we bring to the show is the energy aspect of it. And I think that's what a lot of people are craving right now, especially yeah. with being in quarantine. It's like the second that we're out of quarantine, people are going to be going looking for the energy. You know yeah, what I mean? They want to go have fun. Man. For sure. Yeah, I would say depending on the people's like thoughts of all of this, like once they're ready, they're gonna be ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. It's yeah. It's when it's when and when it's safe for people to have that thought. And but it, as soon as it's safe, it's like balls to the wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's just it's changing a lot, man. Like I know BBC is closing. If you guys have heard of that, mm -hmm. TNT is closing. Yeah. I think even Bottle Blonde is gonna be gone for some time, which. I know it was one of you guys' hot spots. So, like, how are you guys going to get out and where are you going to go? Like, you guys have anything in mind right now? This is – honestly, the way I see it is it's almost – while, like, obviously those are hot spots where people are going to go regardless. Yeah. There, there's something that I think is really fun about blowing out a spot that isn't normally, like, jumping every weekend. For sure. Oh, yeah. Um like some new experience yeah yeah like there's like standard poor on sundays before all this 
started was I don't know if y'all have experienced that or not. It's much more energetic than I think a lot of people realize. Yeah. And I think yeah, I mean I also think that was kind of our goal for the whole like brunch madness thing that we started. We we kind yeah. of wanted to get a and obviously this was kind of before all the COVID stuff, but we wanted to get a vibe for what places that we were unaware of or what places we could put on the map for people to have a good time. And shameless plug, but that was Morocco's day one, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Man, they so killed what, it. Shout out Morocco's. Do, do y'all agree with the votes there? Like, you know, I guess what, what went behind that? They, they campaigned their asses off, honestly. They were, as far as sharing posts, getting people to vote and doing stuff like that, I mean – they were just they were on top of it because it was completely open to that Instagram poll went up, whatever the results were, <clears throat> were out of our hands at that point. Yeah. yeah. And just to like preface this for anyone that's listening, basically what we did is we started a brunch madness bracket because well we we're gonna do it regardless of March Madness or not, but we we put it put out a like thirty-two brunch poll in Dallas. Um, up to the people. We let all the people vote for all the spots. And then every day they would vote for which brunch they enjoyed more. And so place that, place that against place started. Um, I would say I was shocked of, of a little play of the spots. I thought that stir and maracas were definitely going to be one of the higher ones. Yeah, I, I had only been to maracas a couple of times and it wasn't until the end of, or like early 2020 is when I went to it. And I was like, damn, I love this spot so much. It's definitely one of my favorites. It might be one of, like, the favorite of mine. Yeah. Just because, like like Eddie was saying, the energy is, like, hilarious. Like, every hour or whatever they do, everyone gets in a Congo line and takes shots of tequila together. And that's wow. exactly what we love. <laughs> everyone yeah, the in the energy. room just listening to music, having a good time, like, drinking. And that's exactly, like, what we're about. So we loved it. So I, w- I was super glad that they won. And yeah, what kind of what Eddie was going off of, they were also campaigning themselves a lot. So that obviously helped them as well. They were the most involved for sure. They had the most engagement. They yeah. requested the most engagement from their followers and their team. So 100% in terms of like, if somebody deserved it based on the work that they did, they a thousand times over deserved it. Um, also one thing to consider is we were actually getting some flack uh, in our DMs about like, oh, I think this place should have won. No, this place should have won. Or you guys rigged this. Or you guys oh, did people this. Upset. Yeah, but it's at the yeah. end of the day, it's like there. there's three of us, right? And my car's got an Instagram. My girlfriend's got an Instagram. My, my dog's got an Instagram. But I don't have 500 <laughs> Instagrams that I could vote. You know what right. I mean? There's There yeah. was no way to rig it. People were – we had 400 – to 600 votes on some of these things and it's people are just going crazy and it's like listen you should be campaigning you should be asking all your friends to vote for your restaurant if if that's how it works you know and actually gaslight did a really great job of campaigning as well i personally had never even had brunch at gaslight but they were popping off because I, i i don't even know the team behind it but they know a lot of people in the city and they had a lot of people voting for them and listen if that's what it takes that's what it takes. And right. uh, honestly, I feel like by the end of it, a lot more people knew that they were there um, than they did at the beginning of Brunch Madness. And so kind of that's the point of publicity. That's the goal, yeah. Yep. I, it, it really just shows how crazy brunch culture is in Dallas. There, 
how much it's growing and how important it is to people, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. wild how competitive it, it yeah, I was, got. Yeah, I was going to say, it was, yeah. it was insane, the, like, DMs that, like, people were very, very competitive about moving on to the it's next It's the round. major leagues of brunch down here. I think yeah. that, I think I mean, the Gaslight Maracas matchup had, like, 800, 900 votes. Yeah. Total. yeah. It was insane. Wow. And it, it was down to, I think it was, like, like five. three votes. Yeah. Three votes. Three votes. Me and Eddie were literally like watching the poll for like a straight forty-five minutes, like going back and forth. It was insane. It w- it was so crazy. It Man, was- it's crazy. Man, it, it, if only we had a crystal ball into what that actually looked like, because that sounds <laughs> yep. nuts. Yeah, it was wild for sure. So yeah, I, I I don't know what people thought, but yeah, there was no way we were like rigging the polls at all. It like the whole goal of it was to allow like the people to determine the best brunch, like. It wasn't up to us to determine anything. Like, even all of the brunch spots were, like, chosen by the followers. Votes, yeah. It wasn't us that did the did the brunch spots. Like, we allowed the people of Dallas to pick the spots. Like, we had an Excel sheet and all the votes. Like, the top thirty-two places that that were involved got into the bracket, and then after that, it's up to whatever people want to vote. We didn't care. As long as they served brunch, we were in support of them. <laughs> right. But yeah, the, basically the qualifying factor, we were, all right, they served brunch. They're in, you know, the five-mile radius or, you know, pretty close radius to where we live. Okay, yeah, yeah it counts. So, right. so y'all we, heard that, guys. They did not rig the votes. <laughs> <They're done laughs> we couldn't have rigged the votes. Again. <laughs> We'd have to have 600 burner accounts. Yeah, I don't even know how we would rig it is the thing, like. I don't know, man. People are really, really emotional. Right. I mean, this isn't like a Democratic primary. Like, we're, we're, it, it is the Dallas. It is the right. Dallas, yeah, we didn't um, have like Russia getting involved or anything. Yeah. yeah. The That's funny, polls. though. But and we, were, we, were like, po- we were posting the votes like every single time, too. So people were able to see like who won. It, we weren't just putting it out there like at the end. So yeah. I don't know what people were thinking, but whatever. <laughs> We went off on a tangent there because we were, we had to deal with that shit. But that kind of back, <laughs> back to, to clear the question air. You that to you clear the air for, for yeah. everybody. Back to the question that you had asked us is like, what are what's the plan whenever we get out of this, or how are we going to respond to this COVID thing and the quarantine thing? And I think kind of tying both of those together um, is if if there's one thing that Brunch Madness taught us is there's a lot of really great places that people care a lot about and that have had really great experiences at that yeah. we've actually never even yeah. been to or thought of. Man, so, so we got to we got to put a spotlight on those people. When when we get back, I I don't think it's going to be primarily about like let's hit the same top 4 spots every time, kind of just like what Eddie said, like let's fucking pop off at a place that might not be popping off all the time. Like let's bring some people in there, yeah. let's have a good time. Yeah. And really fucking blow it out and see how they handle it. And, like, let's find some new shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, really show love to the small businesses because, I mean, they're really going through right. it. They need it. So yep. I think it's up to us to come out and just, like, blow them out and show them love and give yeah. them money. 100%. Right? And that's that was ex- another thing that I was thinking about is, you know, during all this shit, like, all these places are struggling. Even the whole, like, 25% thing just doesn't make sense for a lot of right. these businesses. Oh, like. I mean, my, my uncle's a chef, and so he posted this long thing. He's like, what's even the point if you're only able to open at 25%? It, it, it's not benefiting them at all. So, right. I mean, we're I mean, definitely – Some places are staying shut yeah, down. Yeah, we're definitely going to want to support all the places. And we're – like, 
I, I would say I probably went to about half of the spots that were on the madness thing. So I'm, I'm definitely interested yeah. in trying every single other place on For sure. the bracket and also to share it to other people and have them try all the spots. Most definitely. And that's really, man, that, that, that's what crawl is about. You know, um, we, we do feature a lot of the, you know, main bars and clubs in Dallas and that's the goal of course, but a huge goal of ours is to show people that there's more out there. You know, there's different spots that you can go to on a Friday and a Thursday. So why not try that and experience these different things? So it's dope to hear that, you know, we're really aligned in, you know, what we're looking to do coming out of this. Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea and a huge thing to have here in Dallas, um, which is obviously what Brunch Madness pointed out. There's so many things that all of us. Right. I feel like I've been everywhere in Dallas. I've been in, I've lived in Dallas proper for 15 years now. Yeah. I I eat and I drink my way through life. Like I fucking love going out. Like I'm into it. I feel like I thought I had been to every fucking cool restaurant in this town. Um, but apparently I hadn't right. And not a lot of people know this, but Dallas has more restaurants per capita than any city in the world or wow. any city in America, in, any city in America. Sorry. I, be- I believe it. Any, yeah. I believe it. Per person per square mile. We have more restaurants in Dallas, which is fucking wild, right? There's that so many crazy. places that we haven't been. And so, Whenever we do come out of this, you know, it, the places that are making it and whether they're struggling or not, I think uh, it's going to be cool to hit those places. And I think it's cool to that now we have a resource that we can leverage like Crawl um, for sure. to kind of guide us. Exactly. And, man, a huge part of what we're looking to do in the future, especially as we kind of get out of this this year, is, you know, create a platform for you, for you guys too to really get out to the audience and show them what you do. And so, you know, don't want to, you know, spill it a little bit too much and we'll talk a little bit more, but there will be things for groups like the Brunch Boys to push out what they're doing, man. And it's uh, it's dope to hear that. And me being a, I'm from Memphis. I only, I've only been here for two months. And so I got two weeks of nonstop going crazy with uh, with Will. You know, we won't talk too much about that, but uh, right before things <laughs> yeah. shut down. I'll just say they shut it down because we were going too crazy for two weeks. I'm pretty sure that's how this all started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, man. That's dope to hear, man. Um, you know, it's great to hear you guys' story. So I guess, you know, we kind of see what you guys are thinking about coming out of this. Um, I know you guys are brainstorming about the next moves, the the next merch to drop. Y'all got the merch if y'all want to drop that as well. Tell people where you can grab that. Hey, link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> link in the bunch, uh, boys, with a Z. 69. B-O-I-Z 69. <laughs> Yep, we got it. We got an Etsy store. We got an Etsy store. Hit us a DM if you know us. Uh, We do have a friends and family discount. We want to show love to um, the homies as well. We have most of our merch on there. Not all of it's on there. We got some stuff in the works right now. We're always thinking as well. If you guys got some ideas, feel free to send it over. Um, You know, we we like to stay on top of it. We want something that's funny, something that looks good. Also, ladies, uh, shout out to the ladies. Y'all drive the world. Um, we are sure. planning some merch for the girls. We're working on some crop tops, some crop top hoodies, maybe some uh, some tanks or um, maybe like a sports bra or something. So just just so you know, we haven't forgot about you. We're working on it, um, and we'll have some stuff up for y'all. So yeah, I check, think, check I think that we link. definitely we definitely know that the girls run the brunch for sure. Like brunch is what girls love. Yeah, no so question. We're we're not gonna be a brand that wants to stick to the boys we want everyone to feel involved <laughs> hey brunch girls is coming soon we, if, if you want to be the ceo of brunch girls hey, contact, babes, contact babes. Contact it's brunch babes oh sorry excuse me brunch babes, brunch <laughs> babes. Up, uh, they are looking for 
you know, the, the next, the, the all-star four to get that started too. <laughs> all-star yeah. four. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I really, I really love what you guys are doing, man. Like we talked about your brand. We talked about how you came up, talked about how Brunch Boys started. I think now we kind of want to go over some rapid fire, quick hitting questions, whatever that we think are dope and the listeners want to cool. hear. So out of Dallas, who should be our next guest? Who do you mm. recommend? Mm. Who? There are a lot of uh, good DJs. I was gonna say one of the DJs for sure. Okay. Or yeah, give us a DJ. Uh, I'll always say Tay Money because she's my girl. But, okay. I mean, Tay Money is blowing up yeah, a lot. She's definitely an uh, important part of Dallas. But yeah, I mean, any of the DJs for sure would be kind of cool to see because you know they're definitely part of the nightlife and they're a different aspect of it. For sure, for sure. So we'll definitely connect with y'all right, cool. and get Tay we're, Money on next. You know, we'll we'll try to get that facilitated and um, <laughs> we appreciate that drop there. <laughs> All right, um, we're locked up almost twenty four seven in the house. I know you guys have been to Netflix. I know mm-hmm. I have. What are your favorite shows right now? Dave, Dave, yeah, Dave is fire. Oh, we watch Dave. I heard of that. We watched Dave in full. Yeah, it's a little dicky like documentary or yeah. auto, I guess I don't even really know. <laughs> yeah, that, matter what it is, it's fire. That last it's, that last episode started off kind of crazy though. Like you know. Oh yeah. Hey, chill, chill, chill. chill. Spoilers. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> chill out, chill out, man. That's so, cool. yeah. We All watched right, that um, and then the MJ documentary, of course. Oh, classic. I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yes. everyone needs to watch The Last Dance, whether there. they love I haven't seen it yet. Just to get, oh, like, man. A, you got to watch yeah, it, man. You have to watch it. To get it. some history on, on ball. Um, you got to watch it. Um, I know I've gained 100 pounds. Been eating everything Bro. in sight. Favorite quarantine snacks. Favorite quarantine food. Kalachis. Kalachis, what is that? I love Kalachis. Uh, Yo, you don't no know what Kalachis is? It's like it's a pig. It's like a pig yeah. blanket, right? Sterling has, <laughs> Sterling has, um, the golden touch when it comes to these Kalachis. I'm not sure what he does, but however he whips the shit <laughs> up and makes it. I mean. You gotta try. At some point, we'll have to we'll have to ship y'all some. Hey, we gotta make this happen, man. We make we making we'll them homemade. We we'll do a video trying this collab. Yeah, we are making them homemade. That's the, we've uh, we've toyed with uh, creating an entire brunch spot. So hey, that uh, would that'd be the ne- next next time y'all talk to us. Maybe we'll uh, get somehow a large sum of money and hey, we gonna hold y'all to the restaurant. We gonna hold <laughs> y'all to that. We'll be yeah. looking out for I'm, it. Su- I'm surprised dope, y'all didn't man. drop uh, your love for Brussels sprouts. I'm kind of I'm kind of hurt now. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that was yeah. explain. Explain. It started at Alice. Oh yeah. We got a little dish of Brussels sprouts. They were stupid, stupid fire. <laughs> and then we realized that we had to start figuring out who had the best Brussels sprouts in Alice. <laughs> Brussels boys. Brussels boys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All I right. mean, and it, I mean, it kind of lines up with the brunch boys. Like our goal is to direct people to what the spots we like, you know? Yeah. So when we, when we did, you know, yeah. we're, we're also trying to get feedback from other people of like what has the best Brussels sprouts and stuff. And, and they're also kind of like a funny food item, like Brussels sprouts are, right. they're, funny. they're more random, I guess. So it's like, would you like Brussels sprouts? <laughs> with some I never had a, bro- I never had one. <laughs> you had an egg at brunch. Oh, right. For sure. Um, so I know I can't, I don't know if I can speak for everyone, but I've become a borderline alcoholic. Probably had a drink today during this whole time. What is your drink of choice right now? What are you drinking? Um, I'm a I'm big on a uh, cognac called De Quartet. Okay. 
It's probably Day Corte. It's Day Corte. Day Corte. Day Corte. This is why Sterling is the CEO. It doesn't matter. It goes to oh, HR. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper than Hennessy and it's better than Hennessy. Okay. Hey, that's a big statement. Shots fired. Right. <laughs> that is a very yeah, big statement. Change my mind, Hennessy. Send me three bottles. <laughs> um, and then, like, really, I mean, this is a weird time because you hear new songs, but you're like, I damn. If, if I was outside, you know, out of the bars and whatnot, I'd be hearing this song. What's, what's your favorite song right now? And what are you looking forward to, like, hearing when you say get it? out or let out? <laughs> so, say so mine is uh, uh, the Kid Leroy Diva is my favorite. I don't know if y'all have heard that one. Like, we, might have to, we might have to intro yeah, the podcast today sure. because I haven't heard it, but it'll be funny to hear it on the first time, for the first time. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is, like, so it's, like, an underrated song that not a lot of people have heard about. But it is, it's a very good, like, dancing, like, high-energy song. Okay. It, yeah, it's okay. su- like it, oh it's crazy that like no one has heard it because I've heard so many songs. I'm scared and, to hear it. Oh my god! Oh, so you haven't heard it either? Right. No, I don't know. I to, to be honest, I don't really pay so, attention. Have y'all heard? Have y'all heard of Will Tecca? He's on. He's yeah. on the song also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he has yeah, yeah, a song yeah. with Juice mm-hmm. World. Um. So yeah, he's like featured in the song. And uh, so All right, we're, we're definitely gonna. Hey, Money's it. um, uh, boyfriend shot their music video. Okay. Okay. So, so another Cole plug. Bennett did their music video, and yeah, the song. Like, I don't know why any of the DJs haven't played it. Like, I will turn up if they play that song. And then, like, Eddie's super into it too, and I was kind of shocked that he loved it so much. That's crazy. <laughs> so Tay Money's boyfriend is the is Lyrical Lemonade, right? That's the platform. Yes. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Bennett. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Yeah. I love it. Show, man. man. So. Hey, that was a good. Hey, that was a good rapid fire um, for the first one for sure, man. Uh. Definitely, definitely got some good insights on the on the, the brunch boys and, and what makes you guys ticking. Shameless plug for Lil Tecca and Kid Leroy at the end. We gotta <laughs> we gotta check that out and outro that. It was dope, man. I, I swear we're gonna talk a lot more after this podcast. But first, we really want to thank you guys for coming, yeah, the yeah. brunch boys. It was great having you guys on. Round of applause. Hey, sure. hey thanks for having us. Big um, shout out, Crawl. <laughs> yeah, it up, man. I appreciate that, man. For sure. Is there it. anything you want to leave and, the guests know, with before we get off? Brunch Boys 69. I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love? Boot it up, turned up, piped up. Plug. I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love?